Hello, I'm Dr. Peter Papadakos. I'm the Director of Critical Care Medicine at the University of Rochester in Rochester, New York. I am a tenured professor of anesthesiology, surgery, neurosurgery, and neurology. And over the years, uh, both working as a neurointensivist in the neuro ICU and in the operating room, uh, I've noticed uh, a trend of many people have sleep apnea diagnosed and have already been prescribed CPAP or BiPAP machines, but non-compliance is very high in, 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 in society. And as we all know, untreated sleep apnea can cause cardiovascular disease, stroke, hypertension, and type two diabetes. So it is incumbent on us, as us as anesthesiologists, when, because we're many times using the ASA uh, questionnaires on sleep apnea are the people if are the only people who find out that the patient is non-compliant and we can serve as uh, educators at the bedside telling patients about the many risk factors of not using the technology. I've found over the years that not even primary care physicians reinforce this because many primary care physicians are not um, educated during their residency program that sleep apnea can cause all kinds of diseases. And they always think if, you know, they look on the electronic chart, they see that the patient has been prescribed a BiPAP or a CPAP machine and they're, and never ask if they're using it. And if they're not using it, doesn't act as an educator to get the patient to use the device. Yeah. Well, in the ICU, many times after we admit people, the nurses come and inform us, loud snoring. Nocturnal hypertension is one of the other things that is a key. A patient has normal blood pressure during the day, but during the night when they have episodes of sleep apnea, they get a sympathetic outflow. That means a large release of catecholamines and they bump up a, their blood pressure to dangerously high levels. And you can understand that if they go to their doctor's office during the day, they have a normal blood pressure, so they don't get prescribed medications. So nocturnal hypertension is one of the things we see in the ICU. And then we, we ask, and obviously people after a stroke or a neurological trauma, we screen them very, very heavily. But we also, as anesthesiologists, screen people with questions uh, in the perioperative phase, usually during a very good pre-op visit. You know, the ASA has taken it upon themselves to make us cognizant of the dangers of sleep apnea during the anesthetic phase and, and in the recovery room. So we ask questions and, and usually hopefully there's a spouse that can confirm loud snoring, sleeping during the day, you know, standard questions. And then we score the patient and then we say maybe you should go for uh, a sleep study or see a sleep doctor. Well, again, uh, if the patient has, is chronically uh, untreated sleep apnea patient, it puts them at risk of a cardiovascular event. You know, it weakens their heart over, over time because of the sympathetic outflow, they get hypertension and then they get a strained left ventricle. This is chronic. So they have undiagnosed car cardiovascular disease. Also, they may have plaques there is evidence that loud snoring can cause plaques in the carotid arteries that can 
embolize up, up to the brain and cause an embolic stroke. So in the operating room, positioning those people, asking questions. Sometimes when you turn your head, do you black out or get dizzy? You know, that kind of thing. And that, and obviously if the patient has very bad plaques in their carotid arteries, they're prone to getting a ischemic stroke if they become hypotensive in the operating room. So if we have, when I have a patient in, coming into the operating room with uh, severe untreated sleep apnea, I do a, a, a very careful anesthetic where I balance anesthesia with blood pressure. I may use an induction agent that is more uh, stabilizing in terms of not getting hypotensive at, at, during induction, maintaining the blood pressure to the patient's perfusion pressure. You know, I take an effort. And then I try to mandate that we actually use a BiPAP CPAP machine in the recovery room. Well, in our program, we obviously educate our residents to this. I give this presentation, the presentation that you're aware of, we also to the neurology residents and to many other residency programs. And I've spoken about this at community hospitals and out at the community. I've, I've, done, I've, I've done things out in the community talking to groups of citizens. And it's kind of a concerning thing. Sleep apnea can, can double your risk for an MI, double your risk for a stroke, give you type two diabetes, make you high, dangerously hypertensive. So one of the things that I've taken it upon myself, and I think all anesthesiologists should do is not only talking to our patients, but going out there and giving talks out in the community and, and uh, to uh, professional groups, you know, local professional groups. 